Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sometimes golf is a pain in the butt. You hit your ball in the trees and then you live out the puck. But if you've got a little time, then come and spend it with us. Because now you're listening to the rough cut. Hello, hello, and welcome down to another wonderful week in the world of golf. The sun is shining, the grass is growing, the nights are getting longer, which can only mean one thing. That is more golf for you and for me. I am joined today by my co-host, Kieran and Jacob. Before we even continue, Mm. we have some news. Our fellow co-host, Mick who has traveled to Portugal, has some wonderful news to convey through us. <laughs> Him and Lauren have got engaged. His girlfriend, Lauren, she's not been on the podcast. You probably don't know her. Uh, so many, <laughs> many congratulations, mate. Um, we will welcome yeah. you back to the office with many slaps on the back. Well, in fact, <laughs> we won't. I'm literally going to see him at the airport on Tuesday. Is that the next time you'll today. see him? I'm going to see him today at the airport. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's a bit meta, that. Very meta. That is very meta. That is very, very meta. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations. That's why he's not been here for the last uh, few weeks. He's been building up the courage uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. go to that in Portugal. So that's fantastic news. Guys, how are we? Yeah, very, very good. Yeah. Um, always nice to be with you two and with Mick, but obviously not here at the moment. But again, congratulations, Mick. Very proud of you, mate. I've been, um, I've been missing him. Yeah, I've missing it's, him so yeah, much. It's been it, different. It does. It, anytime one of us goes, it does feel a little yeah. bit like a limb is is gone. Yeah, and now he's he's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> and now like, I never see him. That's again. it. Like he's, he's done. Yeah, like, he's done. He's done. <laughs> like you, you're never going to see him again. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. This, this engagement comes with responsibilities, and one yeah. of those is just not spending any more time with us. So, uh, at what point does the excitement for? Mick and the congratulation for Mick end and then you can start getting really excited for like stags and weddings and things. Um, do, you I reckon, mean, do you reckon we'll be invited first? 
Do you reckon we'll be invited to I the wedding? Bloody hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it depends on turnaround, doesn't it? Because, like, me and Carly, for example, have been engaged for <laughs> 44 years now. Mm. Um, so it does depend on if it's a quick turnaround in the wedding. If not, then, I don't know, we'll see. So there's, there's, there's are you no saying that yours still might happen? No, nah, I, oh, okay. I don't think so. I think we've gone past that point. <laughs> Not just for the party. Can you have the party, please? Well, we have had this discussion, and it is very much along the lines of, now we could spend that money on like a big day and like a big party uh-huh. that's going to set us back so much money. Uh-huh. Or we can just take that money and go on holidays. I mean, that is fair. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when you break down what a wedding is, you probably want about... 10 of the 50 people to actually be there. <laughs> You're feeding them. Like, they'll complain. Yeah. They won't be happy. Yeah. Disco and the DJ probably be a disappointment. You know, it's just not worth it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're going into it in the wrong mindset already yeah. from the get-go. <laughs> so it's as, all rubbish. So, as you can see, this is why our wedding hasn't been organized yet. <laughs> um, in a seamless transition, I think, befitting this podcast as a segue talking about beautiful locations and days mm. and places that you could hold a wedding yeah porter land yeah. of a thousand suns this video is it out is it going no it's going it's out. Not out yeah it's not out yet it's not, not out, out yet, yet. Uh, thursday so it's out on thursday so if you didn't catch the podcast last week catch it very quickly uh, we've just recently come back from portugal beautiful place we had a fantastic time and we also filmed at a golf course which isn't yet open to the public mm. i and we were the first people to ever traverse a full 18 holes around that course and played some absolutely fantastic golf so i'm mm. very 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 much looking forward to this video being released yeah it's it, it's fun i think at times when you release a video and you play terrible because it's a good laugh but also <laughs> It's just nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. The, the YouTube formula, isn't it? Yeah. It's either you want to <coughs> smash it and shoot a lot under or shoot like 85 mm. and see you swear, curse, yeah. rip your hair out, snap some clubs. There's there's nothing in between. No. I think this, <laughs> no this, this is level par. Exactly. This Ugh. is the pressure the those influencers <laughs> um, in the golfing landscape are under. Like, you got to shoot the lights out and people are happy or no, nobody wants to see like a level par. You don't understand the stress of having just don't. to... Oh, when you're on that first tee playing at a beautiful golf course mm. and you're thinking... <laughs> Where no one's there. Oh, what <laughs> am I going to do <laughs> if I don't shoot four uh, under here? Literally seven no under. Literally no one there. That was fantastic. Um, yeah, every every divot was made was for the first time was you. Every putt, every green red, every <laughs> divot, um, every ball mark on the green, yeah. every, like, every, a lot of firsts. I mean, the... The clubhouse wasn't even isn't even built. No. Isn't even like started being built. No. They've laid the land out, but that's yeah. it. It was it was a bit of a weird one. So I have had this a very very small amount before. So years and years and years ago, when we went over to um, the UAE, we actually got out before it was over to the public on your favorite course. On my favorite course, yes, Acres. Yes, Acres. No, 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 oh. no. Sadia. Oh, um, Alhamra. Uh, uh, um, uh, Alzora. Oh, I 
tell you what, he could almost. Oh. Jacob almost couldn't remember the name of his favorite oh. horse. That was almost a disgrace. Um, that was he, right. yeah, I was like, many, many years ago, I was like, this can't be Yas Acres. <laughs> and uh, we, went, we went there. It was like a. Was that before? Yeah. Oh, really? It was like oh. a tour of their, um, I suppose, their like facility, their vision about what it was going to be. Right. And it was like four or five holes which had been laid out. And they allowed us to go out and like play a little bit. And it was a similar thing where hit a ball down onto the fairway and there was literally not a blemish there. Mm. Yeah. And I, I vividly remember hitting a shot and taking a massive divot. Mm. And there was like no divot mix. There was nothing like the divot exploded as it does on that sandy surface. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just remember like walking away from it and looking over my shoulder like... Someone's going to come get there was, me. There was just a <laughs> scar in the middle of this fairway. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like, what have I done? And this was the same thing. It's like hitting off, hitting onto fairways with no divots, hitting onto greens, like I say, with no pitch marks. To be the first that was just there, there, there. there. We, were, we were setting special. the tees as well. We mm. set, we yeah, were, we were. <laughs> we were setting the, where the tees were going to be from. We had every tee to pick from. You, but you did play from the, in inverted commas, backs. Yeah, um, pretty much. I think there was maybe two holes where we... <laughs> we made the drivable par falls. We made the drivable par falls more drivable um, to give it a bit more excitement. Yeah. But yeah, apart from that, it was off the backs. And I mean, what a course, man. Yeah, like, yeah it was good. nine was incredible. That yeah, nine special. It's, it's just going to be... Uh, just watch the video. <laughs> when it's open, if you can make the pilgrimage, mm. you definitely should do. It's absolutely fantastic. You, you yeah. said it a few times, didn't you, Kieran, of like in 10 years time you'd want to go back and just see what that place is like because there's so much more to come but it's all the, the course is already so pure yeah i, I wonder what because there's they probably want to do like villas there don't they they want to well and the clubhouse for hotels. a start hotels um all was it another course as well or something like that that they were going to make yeah that was a bit like further down the road wasn't it and further down the road yeah yeah well the whole this was the crazy thing so the whole development there uh, is a thousand hectares um, and they're building their second course six kilometers away from the first. Yeah, that was, yeah. So you, you get a stretch to take a buggy kind of in between them. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> but apparently they're very two different courses as well. So this, this course we played at Comporta, the Dunas course is, it's not your stereotypical Portuguese course. Mm, like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not your stereotypical golf course in any kind of stretch well, of the didn't imagination. They, didn't they use, um, the turf they used was like different turf. I didn't really catch what he was saying. But so what he was saying is the grasses that they wanted to use to simulate more of like a lynx environment. Yeah. They're not native to that. It's not naturally grown. Not na in Portugal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially on the green with all like the bent grasses. It was, they were just trying to figure out the best configuration of grass, which is apparently a thing. Right. Um, and they were having trouble with that as well, weren't they? A yeah, bit. yeah. The, yeah. Initially, definitely. And now they've started to kind of bed it down and, yeah. and get it growing. Yeah. So. What, was the, um, what was the situation with like the sap? In the sand. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, not quite sure, but... Yeah, yeah. So the the core superintendent who like took us around for a little bit of a tour, he, <laughs> so I, I I made the what turned out to be the flippant remark of, <laughs> oh, it must be easy to drain around here when it rains because it's sand-based. And the land that it's on is a sandy-based soil, but it's just pine trees. Now, apparently over the many thousands of years that it's been there, this Million, land... Millions, yeah. Mil millions of years. <laughs> the pine trees have um, weed all their sap and stuff. That's the technical, <laughs> that's technical term. Weed yeah. all their sap. Weed all their sap. All over the sand. And throughout the generations, that's kind of like washed in, washed in, gone down, gone down. Until like the sand is actually 
like a very waxy compact clay sort of thing it, not not clay it's just like almost so when you like pour sand onto like this table how it will bead and then mm. it'll like roll off mm, flow off mm. that's kind of the effect uh, it, it's not as dramatic as that but apparently it's a problem like the wash off from it so mm. and, and they've been using different substances to try and break that down a little bit <laughs> Honestly, he started to go into like the land of myth and make believe. I didn't. I didn't believe. <laughs> I didn't believe anything he was saying after a bit. I was like, "You're just making this up." Now. My, my favorite uh, little knack of knowledge that they gave us was at the end when we were talking to Rodrigo and he was telling us about the buggies and how he'd sort of got around the GPS system and not having your usual kind of like yeah, yeah. screen in the carts. And they're going to have Samsung tablets, yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. carts that you can. Uh, play music, like music off of, your Spotify yeah. and yeah, also yeah. Uh, the, 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 the similar stuff you can do with like ordering food in and balls and all that kind of mm. stuff but it was really interesting here is like they've gone a slightly different approach to doing it but like it's quite a cool way of, of going about it uh, to be honest it makes sense like, if, if you think about your stereotypical um, kind of golf cart setup at the moment you've got your screen where you've got your yardages you can keep your score and all the rest of it you yep. can call a marshal and stuff like that yeah, yeah. but it makes a lot more sense to have an app that you can have, you know, your GPS kind of tech that you prefer on there, for yeah, example, yeah. Um, and just different apps that you can use. It'd be a lot more multifunctional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but, cheaper. Uh, well, apparently cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we say cheaper. I mean, yeah. Like some of the figures he was coming out with and like being happy about it. Yeah, I was quite, yeah. Well, yeah. well, this is operating at a very different kind of <laughs> level here. Clearly. I, that was kind of the just sort of the numbers that make you appreciate, okay, this is yeah. we're at a serious golf club here. Yeah, yeah, I mean absolutely means business. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a it's a beautiful place. Um talking about beautiful places, today when this podcast comes out, I will be thirty thousand feet in the air heading to <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> it doesn't stop, does it? It doesn't. Uh, we we have we are having a little bit of a, an issue here, kind of internally trying to figure stuff out because at the moment our travel schedule so portugal last week uh, we're home this week then we go in turkey then we've got there uh, for a week and then yep. the next week is scotland for a week yep then we're filming a couple of days um near home like but Cheshire still area isn't it yeah still kind yeah. of out of the office staying over overnight um yeah i need to figure that out in a sec yeah. uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> we are filming again near the coast uh, then we have the weekend off, and the week oh, after Rome, and then the week. No, there's something else the week after that. Is that it, it's it's um no, it's Edinburgh, Turkey. Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. Turkey, Dundonald, then the Portal Cheshire stuff. Yeah, and then Rome, and then Rome. Yeah. Oh, and then when I come back from Rome, I'm Scotland. Yeah. And then when I come back from Scotland, that's a week, and then we're in Scotland, Scotland again. again. Scotland again, and then the Open. And then it's pretty much the Open. <laughs> <laughs> mad yeah, it's mad um, so yeah so at, least, <laughs> at least after Turkey and Rome it's all in this country yeah it, it's just a bit of a weird a bit of a weird kind of well, I don't like the Scots here say that you know, they're mm, very proud yeah, to have yeah. their own national identity um, alright this clot of land <laughs> come on Jacob behave yourself mm-hmm. um, when it, it, it's a very strange thing where we've got so much amazing content that we're actually filming, yeah. Well, in our opinion, um, <laughs> it's a case of then how we edit it and actually release it. Like, I don't think we've ever run into this kind of logjam before, so mm. it's going to be an interesting time talking about maybe 
bringing else somebody else on or just like managing our time a little bit better but we will figure it out and we will get all this content to you uh, the content that we're filming now in Turkey <laughs> this is uh what was that <laughs> yeah. it, it's going to be cool because we've signed on basically for a a deal hopefully a longer term deal as well with Jet2 so it's all about kind of golf packages um and like golf holidays I've been on a few. Have you guys actually been on any like package golf breaks? Like, no, never. Nope. Never. With the, with the lads. Nope. Never. No. I mean, nope. it, it, it is good. It, it can be a good laugh. And like the the one that they've organized for, at the moment, it's me and Mick potentially get one other there as well. But we're playing so much golf. We've got some wine tasting, got a boat trip. A boat trip? Got a boat trip. Got all sorts going on. So like playing the golf, doing the film, and then having like a cultural experience at the same time. That sounds absolutely wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> sounds class. So yeah, that's down on um, down on the south coast, like Antalya. So very nice. Mm. It's going to be awesome. I've never been to Turkey. It, it, as far as like um, a cluster of golf courses, that is fantastic. Yeah, mm. it, it's very. To be honest, it's probably one of the best places. And I'm I'm I'm, honest, I'm honestly not just saying this because I am going. <laughs> it is probably one of the best like clusters of courses in the world, really. Because like there's just just back to back to back to back, and every single one of them has like a really kind of posh resort okay. attached to it, right. and they're five star resorts, but like they're at three star prices. <laughs> we love that, um, <laughs> which yeah. is why I went last year for a holiday. Yeah. Right, yeah. Was it? I saw on um, on Instagram that it was like 256 holes all in like a line. Is that is that the place where yeah. they're all just in a right? Yeah, and, and and like none of the courses there are like weak. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. know, you'd have yeah. like an odd one out that's a bit near. Yeah, like they're all really good. And then we've got there's two night golf courses there as well. Yeah. So fingers crossed, we can um, get out on one of those. I'm, I'm just sure. gonna do two five six divided by eighteen. <laughs> Fourteen courses. Fourteen point two two two. So you've got a three oh. hole course in there. Well, there's, there's a random. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a random, random three holes. There's a random <laughs> six holder in there. The build, the build as you play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's it's so cool. I'm really, really looking forward to that. And then hopefully, if we can get some really good content out, you know, we might be able to do more of these trips throughout the year, which I'd be very much on board with. Like we need to travel anymore. Or I gotta see the world, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, this is yeah, this is one of the incredible things that we get in the job is to go and travel and, and play and watch and do all sorts in golf in different countries. It's very, uh, mm. it is very cool. Something, something definitely. I hope we all don't take for granted. No, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, no. I, I think after this period, we're going to be a little bit like eyes are going to be a bit heavy, I suppose. But yeah, I think when you look back on it in a few months, you're going to be like, wow, that was. That's it, mm. But this is it. Like your eyes, your eyes might get a bit heavy, but then you they're getting heavy after doing what we do, which is you know very, very, very cool. So. To be honest, it's one of the luckiest things. So being like working in this, like what we do, like this trip, we are kind of working with Jet2 and we're kind of working with the local um, like tourism authority. Yeah. So the best thing about it is we're filming everything, um, like posting everything to social or the rest of it. And it's in their best interest to obviously show us the nicest places and the nicest sites. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to do the nicest things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we're going, like a lot of people who do travel for work, like they might travel to, I had a, I had a client, uh, I, had a, I had a client who used to travel to Venice for work all the time. 
Mm-hmm. He only ever saw like the industrial parts of Venice, mm. like with his job. It's we get to go to these places for work and actually see the nicest bits as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very cool, very very lucky. If you're listening to this on a, I think probably a, half a day when it's off smashing it down, <laughs> going into work, I apologize. <laughs> I'm very sorry, but yeah, lucky. Yeah, we I've done that before. I'm, I'm that right there with you. I'm sat, I'm, I'm sat in the seat beside you right now, talking to you. <laughs> prodding you really annoying you i apologize um so that's gonna be happening next week in the uh world of golf we've got, we've got a lot of um kind of questions from our kind of subscribers our followers on social media which we'll get to in a moment i think as far as like top pro golf there's a couple of stories we've got joe lacava yeah yep yeah. yep yeah. yeah. so that the this this is gonna be interesting i'm, I'm quite intrigued to hear what you think of both what his Joe's decision and then also what Tiger's going to do. So Joe has been a long-standing caddy with Tiger for many, many, many years, and he's now left him seemingly permanently that it's been reported that that is a, you know, this is here to stay. And he's, uh, he's on the bag with Patrick Cantley now. Mm-hmm. So Your mate. My mate. Your Patrick. mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he wants to win a major, then he'd be my mate. But I, um, do you reckon it's, it's been like a mutual decision, or do you reckon it's some, yeah. something's happened? Yeah, no, I, I think so. Yeah, I think it's mutual as well. Yeah, from from what from what people have been saying, it seems to be, and yeah, you can't really you can't really kind of hold it against um, Joe. Obviously, like Tiger's going to be out for oh, wow. quite an, quite an, an a while, indefinite period of time. Like with no idea. Yeah, um, and. You know, I'm I'm sure Joe isn't like struggling financially, but no. at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. still got still got work. I, know, yeah. I suppose he wants to do something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah. not doing a lot. As well, I don't know, but he's probably not. You know, no, he's, he's, he's not got a full schedule. No, exactly. He wants it, yeah, like, he's, he's yeah, very he got the part time job. No, yeah, <laughs> and like being out certainly with like a lot of the caddies that I've met, a lot a lot of caddies love it. Yeah, like, yeah. They, just, they just love it. Yeah, yeah. like body, though, especially if you have a good bag as well. Mm. Um, if Joe and Patrick Canley, I mean, I mean, obviously we don't know him personally, so it'd be interesting to see how they kind of gel and, and get along. But from Patrick Canley's point of view, it's a bit of a bit of a coup, really. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, there's there's been occasions now where we've seen big name in in terms of as big names that caddies can be move from may, like this is obviously a slightly different situation, but move from a maybe lower caliber player and then make that jump up to like a really good player. Yeah, and that player has then excelled. It could be something that happens here again. Obviously, Cantley is still a great golfer, top ten golfer, but he's always been kind of he's still in that wing of waiting to make that real next big step in terms of winning a, a major or that kind of thing. So this could be a move that could help him. It could it could be you know it could be seeing even more Patrick Cantley. Hopefully, it speeds him up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Goodness um, me. If we're going to be seeing more of him, then yeah, we might be seeing a few yeah, more. Yeah, might need to. Yeah, he might need to speed it up a little bit. A few bit. more issues. Um, but I mean, you are right. It, it, with with a caddy, I think the the importance of caddies has been either it's in the media or it is in reality. Like the the importance of the caddy in recent years does seem to have accelerated, yeah. and I, I understand why. I mean, if you think about it. You are allowed on the golf course somebody by your side at all times. Mm. So if you think about the work um, that that caddy does, obviously, yeah, it's knowing the numbers, it's knowing the course, it's all that, but you have got someone there who could be your, you know, 
talk about you with your swing, you know, your mindset, you know, help you with yeah. reading the greens, help you with a million different things on the golf course. You know, when you play other sports, you don't have that. No. But you don't have that person literally by your side all the time helping you out. Yeah. So if you have a really good caddy who's amazing at all these factors, it has to help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you see, like, over the years, like, some really strong partnerships build up, and it does lead to great success. There's yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah it, it reminds me of, um, like, Joel Damon and... Um, what's his... What's Gene. His? Gene, yeah. Gina. Yeah, Gino, yeah. They, their relationship together is, like, so good. And that, that must resonate, and that must um, sort of help the golf as well. Do you know what I mean? But that, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing, and you, you see it with their relationship, like the, the player-caddy interaction for other players will be different. Mm. Like, I don't think Gino could be on the bag for someone who was a lot more serious. Mm. Whereas, yeah, obviously, yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. are mates anyway, so they've got, obviously grown up together and they've got that, that rapport. But obviously, picking your caddy is kind of a fine-tuning of what do you want? Do you want a guy that's going to help you read the greens or someone who just steps away? Is it yeah. going to be someone who, you know can get up early in the morning and help you do whatever or you know whatever it might be but there's going to be interesting to see i think i'll have a if not already <laughs> if he wasn't in the spotlight like a slightly closer eye on Cantley over the next couple of weeks and see mm. yeah. see what they're like it's interesting because you do get like if you think about the the player caddy combinations at the moment that most people know about mm. i mean if you think about spieth and grella for example mm-hmm. like i can't imagine another caddy like being able to deal with that yeah. well with with speed yeah right like i i, I absolutely <coughs> love speed by the way i love love the way he plays wearing his heart on his sleeve and by all accounts he's like a really nice guy yeah but on the golf course like he just talks yeah, he chats, he? constantly like he, he just doesn't stop yeah. like to be his caddy must be exhausting like he must he must have a internal switch that he can just like deafen himself a little bit <laughs> and just like zone out yeah. to it's keep it muffled. going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just like, it'll, <laughs> it's like software just switches. Like when there's a gap, when speed stops, it like turns on. So yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> couldn't agree more, mate. Oh man. And like, who else you got? You got obviously, um, you got Scotty and Ted. Scotty and kind Ted, of like, yeah. you see a lot of them together now because he's always at the top mm. of the leaderboard. I mean, Rory and like Harry is kind of, a really well-known one, but because of kind mm. of him replacing him with a best mate, and was that the correct decision? Was that a dynamic that mm. will work? I mean, Rory's obviously won with him on the bag. He's won some big events with him on the bag. I mean, it if you look at it from a purely, let's say, financial standpoint, since Harry's been on the bag, like Rory's won everything there is possible to win, except a major. Except yeah. a major, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, by... An, and I suppose you judge by obviously the comparison to Tiger, which isn't fair because Tiger is one of the goats, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. if yeah. not the goat. But it's it's hard to not compare yourself to him when Rory himself has said, you know, his target in golf is to win as many majors as possible. Mm. So, and it's always like <coughs> a, a criticism leveled at him and Harry that like if he had someone who was a professional caddy yeah. on the bag. And that was inverted commas for mm. people listening. Um, <laughs> I think in your voice, you're in yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would He would win more. But you know, there's, there's no such... It's a strange situation where there is no such thing, literally no such thing as a professional caddy until you become a professional caddy. Yeah. Like, there's no professional caddy training schools 
<laughs> like a degree yeah, in you, don't have, you don't get a doctorate in it. You know, you, they're like running shuttles with bags on their backs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can like you can learn your trade at some golf clubs, I suppose. And when I say there's no like caddy schools, you, you do get a version of that in some places. But we are talking about to be a professional caddy for a tour player. The only way that you get that is through who you know, looping for kind of smaller pros to begin with, building yourself up. Yeah. yeah. Or in Harry Diamond's case, he just he knows. <laughs> Be friends with he a really good golfer. Were they, were they, good golfer. Uh, how were they friends? Do you know? How were they friends? Bef- like, were they schoolmates? I'm or pretty is that? sure they're from. They're both from the same town. Both same town. Oh right, oh, right. I think was, I, they're friends from outside of golf. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's always reference of like, oh, Pro Harry golf. was the better golfer growing up, and yeah, all this yeah. kind of thing. Oh really? So I, I think yeah. I think oh, it was. God, a, it's, the, it's the one thing on commentary that it always gets me. Oh, and here's uh, Mr. Jones and his caddy Jeff. A good player in his own yeah. right. The, the one <laughs> I love is uh, Max Homer's caddy because they're best mates as well, growing up together. And there's always a thing of, oh, well, he was a better player when Max Grove was growing up. <laughs> they love, they love that little bit of uh, it's so like a bingo little, card that, like yeah. you take that off every time someone yeah. uh, someone comes up with a caddy on. I mean, it does happen a lot. You got like Tommy and Finno as well. Obviously, they're friends from yeah, uh, they're friends from kind of like before kind of Tommy's tour life as well. Mm. Finno gets that as well. Good golfer and it's all right. Finno, if you're listening, <laughs> I've seen you swing, mate. I mean, on your day, you'd be a good golfer. He's wild. We saw him at West Langs, didn't we? Wow. Those are some ball flights. He's so tall. He is. He's just so big. He like, gets to the top of his swing and you're like, I don't know how you're going to get down so to yeah, the exactly, yeah. I don't like think. That. I don't think he knows. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if you can see it from up there. Yeah. <laughs> it must seem so small. Um, and it, they're obviously like a, a fantastic combination as well. Yeah. And it's weird like because they're a combination who... No one's really said, oh, you know, they should split up. Mm. Mm. You know, but it's it, always been Finno, isn't it? It's always been them. Yeah, I, I just think it's quite strange. Like, maybe it is the different um, st- status of those two players. Obviously, you've got Rory, who is seen as potentially, like, one of the best players in the world. Could be winning. Could be winning loads. Mm. Um, you know, and if if you look at him and you say, well, he's not winning these big events. Why is that? Yeah. An easy way to say is, well, he's not won one since he's had Harry on the back. Yeah. If that's fair or not, I'm not. I, 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 I won, personally don't think it is. I don't think it is because he's won like tour championships. He's won players. He's won everything. He's won yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to say he can't win with him on the bag is just simply yeah, not true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's had a an interesting one, only Rory this week. So he took, he's had a few weeks off and he obviously skipped um, Harbour Town. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just come out and basically said he just needed it off for his mental health, effectively. Yeah, like it's just his mental and his mental well-being. Obviously, like the last twelve months for him in particular, he's probably taken on a little bit of a um, State, sort of a, a, a role in it. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's really stood up, which is you know absolutely brilliant for him. Um, but he's just tired. I think he's just tired, and he, mm. you know, values, he, you know, he values um, his family a lot. Then he likes spending time with. Um, his daughter and his wife and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's good. Like He's going to come back now for the Wells Fargo. Obviously, the Wells Fargo has finished, so he's mm. probably won it. Congrats. Congrats on the win. <laughs> Harry, amazing call on Rory's. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's covered on the last. Incredible. Uh, um, oh, dear. It's Quail Hollow, isn't it? Yeah, Quail Hollow. Yeah, yeah, That's is, where, that, uh, is that the, the one with the 18th where it's got the stream down the left? It's like running through it. Yeah, it goes all the way down. Yeah, because I just the only reason I remember that when 
Rory last one. And yeah, it was exactly. like, that was the only time I remember Harry was ever commended for anything like, because he made him like sort of lay up or like hit another. There was something because he was on the bank. I remember yeah. he was on the bank and he made him drop or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he pulled it back from like going for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone like... was like, oh, Harry, well done. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is quite hollow, isn't it? Yeah, I've got, it is, I've got, it I've got Valhalla in my head. He, he's, won so. it, um, he's won it three times like, as he, well. He is Quail Hollow and Rory. He just won that like 40, yeah. Yeah, 48 times. Go together. Stupid. It's like, go together. Like Quail and Jets. What was, what was no, the no. event they played at Quail where they moved that hole to like the 15th to allow it to be kind of... The, P- the PGA Championship, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Or, or the or the President's Cup. Can't remember. Anyway, Rory, my, my, Rory, one of the Rory President's Cup. Yeah. Um, I think it's good that to be honest, I think it's good that he's come out and said something like that because it's a uh, like we, everybody everybody knows that like mental health generally is stigmatized like throughout society. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's always been the case. But in sports, especially, it feels like if you're like a really well-paid, successful um, kind of, let's say, athlete, but golfer in this case, like to come out and say something like this, you, you're instantly going to get people who are like, oh, well, you only, you only play golf. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, well, God, I wish I could like be bad mental health for getting how much money you've got. Mm. And all that kind of stuff, which, like from a, from a very basic standpoint, you can understand. You know, if you're kind of slogging it out on a, on a building site and it's driving rain and then someone's complaining about, you know, having mental health issues for playing yeah. golf. Superficially, like you could say, all ah, right, okay, fine. But it just doesn't, I think now more and more players are coming out and talking about this. You kind of understand and you can put yourself in their shoes where you are in a highly pressurized environment for, especially with Rory's case, because yeah. he's, so, he's so far up the leaderboard pretty much any tournament he plays in that, that constant pressure, that constant expectation, it has to weigh on you. It doesn't yeah. matter how much you get paid. Yeah, I also feel like he puts a lot of pressure on himself as well to perform and obviously to win a major. Like, you know, the Masters, I reckon, um, I, I saw in the interview as well that the Masters, he he openly admitted that it was not good. And, mm. um, you know, so that's probably taken a toll on him as well because every year it's always the same conversations. Oh, Roy's going to win this year. He's got to win this year. Mm. So... Hey, the boy's got pressure on him. He's like, he, you know, he needs to. Yeah. He's got a lot of. He's literally like, kind of had the PGA Tour on his back for the last however, however many yeah, months, yeah, and he's definitely. taken it on. So, you know, it's um. Kind of feels a little bit like Rahm has taken some of that a little bit now. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Bit more of a spokesman. You would. You kind of. It'd be great if, like, say, Scotty kind of stepped forward as well. Scotty Shepherd did a little bit more, but yeah. he's just not his character, doesn't is seem, it? Just, yeah, he yeah. doesn't seem like that kind of guy. So, mm. you know, you need maybe a few more to share to share the load a little bit. Yeah. Come on, Patrick, stand for Yeah, <laughs> right. but then also you've... Long press conference. Yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, the thing as well, is that you've got, like, Ram and Scotty, like, have, like, continuously got better throughout the season, mm-hmm. and he's probably done the opposite. So it's kind of like he's gone from world number one now to world number three. So it's like... You know, just lots of things probably just sort of playing on his mind a little bit at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, to be honest, the, certainly the Open last year must have been a yeah. real, yeah. like, yeah. a real gut punch. Because yeah. it was just, yeah, that was good. That was good too for everybody. Yeah, really. that was, yeah, that was um, a good one, that. And then, obviously, like you said, the Masters every year, there is that high level of expectation. Mm. So, once he gets around to that point, man, yeah, I, 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 I can understand kind of what he's saying and just needing that, needing that little bit of a break. Yeah. And it is, it is important that, like, 
pro golfers, athletes, whoever it may be, do come out and say 100%. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it normalizes um, it a little bit more, and it just it shows that it's okay to actually say stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's it's the same. It's the same adage of anything. Like with these guys, you always kind of sometimes think of them of not being human. That they're just you know they don't have almost emotion or anything like because they're just superhuman guys that can play such a sport to such a high level, mm. super, like athlete wise and everything like that. But actually, when you break it down, they they are the same as you and I. Yeah, you know, yeah. They still have the same issues and problems that you know. That it's important, like as you say, to 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 reach out and talk about it. Mm. And it's it, it is golf's a very strange sport in many respects because we all play we all play the same game. They're just better at it <laughs> so like, <laughs> when uh, if you're stood over a four foot putt on the final green of your golf course the balcony is packed and they're all watching you strike this putt you, you will have exactly the same feelings as rory will over that four foot mm. putt on the last green of a major championship to win that mm. imagine how he must feel yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. only difference is he's actually good at fighting in the middle of the club yeah. yeah. um, you know and just imagine that week after week if you're in contention all the time yeah. oh, man yeah. it must be must be yeah, so stressful yeah yeah that's why John Rahm's just a machine at the moment isn't yeah, it it's, like, it's just <laughs> it, thriving it, on it and, it, and Tiger obviously like, yeah. I mean once you get to that kind of level one thing that they're amazing at is using those nerves and using that kind of that feeling, that adrenaline that must be pumping through the body at that moment, and actually channeling that yeah. into good performance mm. rather yeah. than letting it kind of swallow them up, which which happens on occasion as well. Like everyone yeah. goes through that. So yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, away from the PJ Tour um, and away from men's golf, we have interesting event this week mm. on the LPGA. Yeah, with some controversy. Yeah, I've not seen much of this Twitter talk that's been going on, but apparently it's, it was uh, it was quite quite big well, over I Twitter. Think it's, it's I think I don't know if in terms of like the people involved were going over Twitter, but like there's a lot of stuff on Twitter about it. So yeah. basically, the it's the International Crown this this week on the LPGA, and it's a teamed event. So it's uh, teams of four representing the countries that you are you are from, and there's obviously you know like Team USA and there's Team England. Now Team England was. Um, Bronte Law, Jody Elwell Shadoff, and uh, Charlie Hull and Georgia Hall. But Charlie Hull and Georgia Hall have pulled out, but they didn't tell anyone. They didn't tell their teammates. They didn't like, they basically, Bronte found out while she was there from guys around the tour yeah. and just said, Oh, have you heard that they're not turning up now? And she was like, uh, What? <laughs> so, like, there's a bit, she, she mm. went into a press conference and basically said what you would imagine anyone else would feel a bit miffed off that yeah, 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 <laughs> your yeah, teammates yeah. haven't told you that they're going to turn up which you know yeah, it, it, it was a it, in all fairness it was a great kind of press conference because that's you want your you want your players you want your athletes to actually say what they feel yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and she's always been very yeah. hard sleeve open open and honest about anything <laughs> well, I seem to remember when was it Dubai when we had that session with mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. long long story um, but yeah I like Bronte I think she's great um, <laughs> so it was good to it's good to kind of hear her come out and say that. And it, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, like why you just wouldn't... Obviously, the late pull-out, that, that happens you know, happens from time to time. I think it was illness and injury were like what was cited as the reasons. 
Yeah, it's, it, seems, it's, uh, it seems yeah. a bit. Which you are, I mean, which obviously it, if they, they are. can be true. Yeah, 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 true, yeah. Um, Also, the easiest things to say. But yeah, to not uh, to not kind of let anybody know is a bit is yeah. a bit strange. Yeah, but it's all right. Team USA are going to win that. Yeah, I was about to say, team, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some. I mean, listen, I, uh, it is a shame though. Georgia Hall, Charlie Hall. Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, be better. It was uh, be better humans. Come on. Uh, it was something though. I was when I was reading up about it, I, I I got the cogs turning a little bit, thinking about team events, and it's always something that somewhat has now been spoken about a lot more because of Liv being team uh, orientated. But obviously, you've got the Ryder Cup, you've got the Presidents Cup, something that usually most people quite enjoy within golf, having that team mm-hmm. element because it's something we don't really get to see that much. Mm. And if I wanted to post this to you guys, and we can do this two different ways. Um, if we were going to have like a, a, a team of four going into a golf tournament, but we're going to make it up of golf YouTubers, okay? Okay. So uh, what I want you guys to do is have a think about who would you want as your team of four. And we can either, we can either whack heads together here or we could take it in turns and pick, but we can't pick the same individuals. So we can have two, three teams of four of golf YouTubers who we think, who are the <coughs> best Golf YouTubers out there right now. Okay, can this be? Are we entering this tournament uh, via country, or is this Ooh, a um, anybody? No, I think it's international. Think it's international. international, right? Uh, and is it is it a four ball? Is it a foursome? What are we going? Four ball. Um, it's I don't know. What, what like four ball, better ball. Or? The, I, I don't know what the format is in the international in mm. this international crown thing. I would say you're just playing. You you're just playing want, your you own. Just want your four best players. You're, pl- you're playing your own, and then it's best score to count. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. You, you just want your four best golf YouTubers available. Okay. okay. So, well, I mean, going into it for having a good time, um, I suppose could have me, Rick, Fryer, and uh, Carter. That would, that would that be, be a good it, It'd that. be a good laugh. We finish at the bottom. <laughs> um, but it would be a good laugh. So, we'll, I'll kind of enter that team... Um, to the side, it's an alternate, an alternate, yeah. So who, who will? Yeah, uh, you've got, uh, you've got to put Grant and uh, Micah in there. Yeah, yeah. say so. Putting Grant, Micah in there. Luke, Luke Kwan. I was going to say Luke Kwan is. Garrett's got to be in there. Uh, are we taking out Bryson? Are we? Are we? Call, uh, are we calling Bryson a YouTube golfer? He's or not? probably playing in another event. So yeah. Okay, we'll, so we'll, 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 we've taken we'll Bryson just, we'll out take of the him equation. Away from now. Okay. I mean, it's, it's weird. There's a lot of. There's a lot. Yeah, there like is a lot. Decent kind of YouTube golfers now. Well, I want. Um, I, I really, really want to hear this. I want to know who would you, Pete? Who would you genuinely think is your best four ball or four t- four players you could have from YouTube golfers? Okay, I'm, I'm excluding myself. Excluding yourself, yeah, obviously. Fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you'd have. You definitely have Luke. Yeah, Luke Kwan. Okay, um, because he's a. An amazing. He he's gone the path of being a really really good golfer, who has now gone kind of into doing more kind of full time YouTube content. content. Yeah, so he's like full time, isn't he? Yeah, has to, has to be Luke. Um, I think I think you have Micah in there as well. Okay, uh, because he is again somebody who is focused more. Almost kind of slightly the other way. So he's gone from like full full time content creator to wanting to play more pro events and moving more in that direction and yeah. documenting that and story. documenting yeah. it. And obviously we we play with him and he he hits a fantastic golf ball. Yep. Mm. Let me rattle off some more names you'd think about. So you've obviously got um, you've got the Brian Bros. You've got exactly. Wes and George. Yeah. Yep. Very very good golfers. 
well, I mean, Wes is a very, very, very good golfer, but mm-hmm. George strikes it unbelievably. Uh, you have got Danny Maud. You've got the Me and My Golf guys. You have got uh, Fat Perez. Fat Perez is a bit of a wild card. You have got... He is a wild card. On his day, is actually, like, well, very, he, very he's good. He's a very good golfer. He's yeah. very, very You've good. You've got yeah. Fred and Hannah. You've got Zach Radford. You've got... Who else have you if got? you've not checked out the uh, best golfer on YouTube series, uh, yeah, you <laughs> so now on yeah. the uh, main Peter Finch Golf Channel. Thank you very much. Uh, we could go female. You've got Incy. You've got Iona. You've got. I, I think you could fill two teams now. You could definitely have a women's event and a men's event. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred mm. percent. Mm. Um, I don't know. So you got how many you got to pick? Two more to pick. You got Micah and Lo- uh, Luke at the minute. Yeah, Micah and Luke. So if I, I'm, I'm gonna not count. Wes okay. Brian, yeah, because he's still kind yeah. of he's playing events. I know he's like moving a little bit away from that um, yeah. now, but still class him as a as a tour pro. So George, man, George is a good George player. Is a good player. George is a good golfer. Yeah. Okay, I'll stick George in there. Yeah, George is going in there. I like so, that. Okay, so we got Luke, we got Mike, and we got George. I mean Garrett. Jim Golf, good, good. I mean, these class. Obviously, got Grant. Yeah, I was going to say Grant's yeah. really good player as well. You've got that's the thing. You've got like so many decent kind of players now. Oh, I don't know who to pick on that last one. It's a tough one. Rick Shield. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. If you can't beat me, you can't beat the team. <laughs> um, I'm really, I'm, I'm really worried that I'm missing some, someone out here. I mean, yeah, most likely. Probably. <laughs> most likely we're going to miss someone out. Yeah. Um, okay, that last golfer. Okay. Uh, just, just give me a second. Who guys would you... Who, which guys or girls would you pick? Guy, let's go Let's go, guys. We can fill out the, the ladies team in a second. Okay. Uh, for, for me? Uh, yeah, so Grant, Micah, Luke, and um, Andy Carr. <laughs> Andy Carr. <laughs> Andy Carr. <laughs> Andy Carr. How much wow. did he paid you for that? <laughs> terrible. No, honestly, on his day, he's actually decent, isn't he? My oh my. I mean, anybody's <laughs> decent on the day. No, but on his day, he's... Oh, God. I, I can't love... believe you. you. You slipped into curiosity. <laughs> yeah, he wins. Wow. Uh, you got to get a bit of English in there, you know what I mean? You're a bit, of, like, that is a bit of European in there, you know what I mean? Whiffy call that. Bit of European. We got... Yeah, that's the thing. I'm I back like him, honestly. On this day, I back him. We're neglecting, <laughs> we're neglecting Brits here, aren't we? We're just going America. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But I mean, you've you've seen that. You've seen like a definitely. We said this last episode, last five years or so. You've seen a big rise in US golf creators, and a lot of them are good players. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. If you think about a lot of the UK guys, we are kind of PJ pros who kind of gone into this. Mm. And there's a few amateurs out there as well, but yeah. Hmm. Are we including, <coughs> is it Zane Scotland available? Um, oh, Jimmy Bullard, how have I missed him? Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> how have I missed Jimmy, how have I missed Jimmy Bullard? This is oh, I'm going to message Jimmy, so Kieran just like completely mugged you off. Oh my God, how have I, how have I missed him? How have I put Andy in? <laughs> now, I might, Over Jimmy? I might change her. So you're saying now Jimmy is better than Carter? Uh, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Carter. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy, for Kieran completely mugging you up. And I'm sorry, Carter, for now being kind of outdone by a scratch golfer when you were a pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, he hits the ball so straight, doesn't he? Uh, I think... He'd get on every fairway. I am going to stick in my last slot. I'm going to stick Fat Perez in there. Are you? Yeah. Ooh. Just for, like, if you're looking for intimidation value... <laughs> 
Like he's got the <laughs> yeah. You, men- you have got to be a team, haven't you? He's got the mental edge, and he could like impose himself on opponents, get in their heads, but also lift his team up. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. So like that, a, like that. So that's a final four of your team: is Fat Perez, Micah, Luke, and George Bryan. That is. That's a good team. That's a, that's a, a team. solid good team. That's a good team. Solid. What did you go for, Kieran? Uh, Grant, um, Micah, um, Andy Carter. Andy <laughs> Carter, and who was the other one? Jimmy Bullard. No. no. Um, Garrett? No, Grant, Micah, uh, Luke Quam, Luke Quam, right. and Andy Carter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Goldfish moment. Uh, I'd, I think I'd stick Garrett in my team. I think I'd have Garrett. No, I mean, not to kind of re- try and rename the same people, but I think Luke has to be has to be there. Yeah, it's got to be there. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I th- I th- I would probably put Fred in. Fred's good. I'd, I think Fred's I'd, a good go, I'd put Fred in. He's a very good golfer, and I would finish off with. Uh, that's good. You got a bit of European in there, to be fair. Yeah, that's my yeah exactly. That's yeah, a European pick. Love in there. So many people uh, I'll finish off with uh, Kieran Mulhall off the Rough Cut podcast. <laughs> Jeez, crikey! Wow. Um, right, well, those are our those are our selected teams. Get down into those comments if you're watching on YouTube, and let us know who you would pick as your top four. <laughs> Interesting. It's, it's uh, debatable, isn't it? There's so many good. You there. could, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think we'd go wrong. It's kind of it? like a city. It's like you could have a very good A team and a very good B team. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, what Man City? Yeah, not right, that. Okay. Not that. That pains me to say that, but that's <laughs> Listen, probably I, the state of it. I think the only way to test it is to create a series on YouTube where you take on all these golfers. Cool, yeah. the best golfer on YouTube <laughs> available now <laughs> on the Peter Finch Golf <laughs> YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> do that. Talking about uh, the Peter Finch Golf YouTube channel, we put a question out on all our social medias too. We did. Get a Q&A from you guys. So Kieran has <coughs> selected some of the juicier morsels, mm. uh, which he's mm. going to put to the table, and we will answer. If you get your name read out, congratulations. <laughs> Part two. Well, this, this one is... Uh, Can you edit? Because we might need help. <laughs> this is uh, from the Jazzy Golfer. When am I coming on as a guest? Ah, never. Oh. Never. Oh, okay. No, she's, 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 she's dead. She's an avid she's listener as well. So when we get back from South America, maybe. That yeah, no, nah, she's, she's dead to me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a massive fallen out. Did you? Yeah, huge. <laughs> really? Like proper full-on screaming match. Oh, oh no. Yeah, shocking. Um, Jazzy's got, like, she's got a temper, man. <laughs> she has this front entry. So she's not coming on? Oh, so you don't want to, like, if you get on her bad side, she's got a fuse. She'll tear you apart. <laughs> God, sorry, Jazzy, about that. <laughs> right, okay, lovely. Moving uh, on, Jazzy. Whenever, yeah, whenever we see you again, you can <laughs> But you're always kind of jet setting around nowadays. So. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is B. Steppens. Uh, could if you could relocate to one country to play and film golf, where would you go? Great question. We've actually this has been spoken about a little bit, hasn't it? I think it has. Yeah. No. Does it have to be one country? For one. Yes. That to was one question. country. Yes. So, I would, well, I'd go Scotland. Mm, I knew you would, As long as I had a really valid passport where I could leave Scotland from October through to (laughs) (laughs) late. So, you picked a place that you don't want to stay in. Yeah, that's, you you just can't. No, because that's the thing, like, if, if it has to be one place and I have to kind of bear it over the winter, I will do. 
but but it's I, a it's a strong winter you but, know but what I mean the, the thing is you can you can say this for almost anywhere so let's say okay so let's say yeah the weather's not great well how about we just go back to where we've been Portugal great in the summer roasting mm. Mm. like you might not want to be filming in 40 plus degrees if it's like peaking okay. yeah that's true it. that's true like same with spain um u.s is a great shout if it'd be like california yeah uh, on the coast it's pretty good all year um, pretty good all year round get a bit hot, but. um but yeah it's just because of the course is scotland but i will demand you, to leave do you feel like you deal better with colder than hotter <laughs> um not sure, actually. You're very I'd, mixed. Uh, yeah, I'd say. I'd, I'd, I'd say I'm definitely more hot than cold. Yeah, I would rather go out and struggle in heat than go out and struggle in the cold. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So that's mm. why I would probably go for somewhere a bit, a bit warmer. Okay, California's a good shout. Uh, banana underscore golf. What is the best budget golf course in the UK? Ooh, wow. Like a, um, I, I remember I saw that Golf Monthly did like a. Um, the uh, top 100 golf courses under 100 pound. I have got one that's come to mind, which I don't really want to say because Kira's going to love it. I know exactly Abba the one. I, I know. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. It's very Straight good for up. the price. Yeah, Abdul was a great shout. Um, I, I don't want to be like too um, kind of patriotic to my adopted nation of Scotland, but there are literally hundreds of amazing links courses that mm. you can play for under 50 under 50 quid. Really? Uh, so many. Like. One of the best ones went to um, a few years ago now, like Southern S. It's like one of the hardest courses in the UK, beautiful links course in Dumfries. And there's no one there. Well, unless you know that, you can get on for like 30 quid. Really? Wow. Honestly, like if you want to get off the track and you want to play some amazing courses, get yourself to the coasts of Scotland. Just yeah. drive around. Just drive around and buy the golf course. Get, on, get an RV. The thing is, you can. Like, you can literally set off on the coast. You will not drive more. Well, you obviously will do. This is a, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> you <laughs> won't drive more than, like, five miles without, like, finding the course. Yeah. There's just so many, and they're so cheap. Like, especially where we were at Dumfries and Galloway when we when I did this video project a few years ago now. Most of the golf clubs there were literally giving their junior memberships away for free. Mm. You could just play for free mm. if you're a junior. Mm. Like that's the best value golf you can possibly get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. I've just I've just How? come up with a really good YouTube video from that conversation. Don't know if I want to show it or if I'm gonna keep it or do you want me to tell you? Hills. I think we could do something along the lines of like I play every golf course I drive past, like in a day. So like we start on a coast in Scotland. Well, we literally drive, <laughs> and any time a golf course pops up, we have to get out and play it. Should I rent a car in Turkey? Well, I'll do, the, <laughs> do those 158 holes or something like that. <laughs> we might need to just get a go-kart. Uh, play the 14.2 courses there. Just um, uh, this is from GMD Squared. Uh, what do you consider your greatest achievement? Uh, well, thank you for the question. Um, my uh, greatest uh, <laughs> in in what context? Just life. In life, yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah, let's broaden it out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, listen. Any time that I manage to wake up in the morning, <laughs> I think is an incredible achievement. <laughs> quite frankly, <laughs> any time I can put my feet on the floor out of bed, I'm <laughs> buzzing. Oh um, my god! My greatest achievement. I don't know. I'm. I, I don't really think that I've kind of hit my stride yet. Uh, one one okay. thing I will okay. say, you know, from 
the the years of friendship that we have together now that you are a very modest person. You don't like talking about yourself. So you there, you might have something that is quite good, but you don't really want to say it to be too... No, I mean, listen, I, I, I would... Being, being on like... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put words in your mouth, but like being on Sky and stuff and doing that for like the Open or mm. that kind of thing, that's, that's one of those kind of made it moments. Pincher moments, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen... No, it's great. It's cool. All I would say, it's and a I'm, job. I'm, I'm leaning into, I'm leaning into the modesty thing here. Yeah, like you are, you your greatest achievements they're judged by other people. Like, all right, the, and I'm the, judging it. And it's quite good. The stuff, the stuff that I'm proud of, like the little things, like yeah, it doesn't, yeah, 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 doesn't really resonate that much. Like I'm, I, I cycled to work this morning. <laughs> That's quite. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. It's the little <laughs> things for you, isn't it? Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to anybody. Like yeah. we have kept our dog alive. <laughs> For like six years now, that's a huge achievement. <laughs> like, but no, like it's not going to affect anybody. Yeah, so oh I'm, I'm not really thinking about that. So, like, any, anything I do in golf, in work, or whatever, I could be proud of. I'm buzzing about, but like other people will let me know if it's good. Or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair. I'll I'll that's good. Know. Yeah. Thanks, guys. No, no, it's nice. Also, keep you level. Never frigging do. Keep you stick it on the ground. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get you. Know. Uh, if golf didn't exist, what would you? Would your go-to pastime be drinking? <laughs> um, drinking, <laughs> drinking a bit of village drunk. drinking coffee. Yeah, God, yeah. Um, well, to be fair, on that, <coughs> I mean, the only thing I've done is be a journalist. Well, I did landscape gardening. It's exhausting. Mm. Um, and not, I was, not in this country, was it? Uh, no, I did a bit for my dad. All oh, right, okay. I did a bit for my dad, and then I was a illegal immigrant in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Long story. Um, did some landscaping over there. Very much cash in hand. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure the statute of limitations has passed now. Yeah, I'm sure uh, you're fine. I'm sure I can't be done for that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> FBI's at the door. Yep. Not not not. Hello. Um, Red light. <laughs> and then <laughs> I yeah came back, did my PGA, and then was a journalist for like three years. Mm. And that was probably what I'd be doing in some context, writing or journalism, yeah. right? If I wasn't in golf, but how happy would you have been? Oh man, yeah, such a miserable job. Yeah, um, yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't think I'd still be doing that. I'd, I'd try and do writing in some some capacity, some capacity. Like I, I want to. I need to have some kind of like creative process. I want to. Yeah. I want to make something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if it, if it wasn't golf, then it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, though, like if I wasn't doing video, I don't even know if I'd still be in golf or not. Really? Because it was the vi- it was the videos that I was doing at Trafford that allowed me to get the lessons in to actually earn any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the two are two are connected. Yeah. Right. What um, if you could? This is a little. This is maybe my question now. Going up a little bit, but like, if you could be a sport YouTuber still, but you weren't golf, what would you want your sport? Would be like your second choice? Oh, it'd be it'd be football, football. Mm. It'd be football mm. okay. or something a little bit niche like archery, which I really like. <laughs> <laughs> Love that! Wow, I'm a I'm a paid up member of Eccles Archery Club. Absolutely buzzing. <laughs> These are the these are the things that, love that people will love to hear. Though. I love yeah. that. That's I'm, so good. Like I'm 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 decent. You've got your own boat. Archery. I'm, I'm decent. Yeah, You've got yeah. your own boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a quill. Is it a quill or a quaver? A quiver. Quiver. The quiver. thing the thing that yeah. you hold here in your thing. Like that. Or a little finger protector. Yeah, the finger protector. Is that what it is? No, that's the, the quivers like where you hold yeah. your arrows. Yeah, which, oh. which really disappointingly, um, you find out when you start archery, isn't on your back. It's but not not like 
Legolas in it. No, it's, it's on your hip. Getting an arrow out of a quiver on your back is the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> it's like so awkward. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. Because like you get it out. What you don't, what you don't see in the movies when they whack themselves on the head is when you pull it out. If you think about the length of an arrow, yeah, you've got to. You have to pull it out far enough quite... to clear the quiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like got to pull it and then like flick it up there. So all of a sudden it's pointing out there. <laughs> Your arrow's down there. So the Orlando answer. Bloom made it very good. Very, yeah, very let's, nice let's, and easy, again, didn't he? Let's try and intertwine archery and golf in some way maybe um, we can like send down for it maybe we can like put some targets up on the target of like some some like golf courses or something you have I'm, to like yeah. hit the the course or something i like, mean arch versus golf i think that's a good question like what would you rather back would you rather back yourself hitting like a 10 foot putt or like a 50 foot bullseye oh, a 10 foot putt. <laughs> 10 foot putt. all right <laughs> ain't that good it's like the um that darts thing that we always talk about of like I'll go to the, like, the closest place, like the Dartlands. We'll just extend it for you to be an archery. To be archery, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. An archery shot. Yeah. Uh, right, next one is from uh, Health This For Life. Are you playing in the good, good major? Uh, no. No, I'm not. I, I, I did. We got a lot of questions about this, so, so they wanted to. Yeah, so the, the guys at Good Good are holding this major big prize fund um it's, it's been, in a couple of weeks yeah yeah it's been filmed over how many weeks like it's, it's a full week you get like a qualifying round there's qualifying then there's the um, actual event the actual event the and then they're doing some stuff with the people with who the win people and, win. and yeah i mean Mega. and yeah i mean it's, it's gonna be production yeah. huge huge production by the looks of it and it's gonna be some really good content and like if, if you'd have asked me this a year or two years ago like i definitely would have been in for it but the whole kind of meaning behind the good good major <coughs> is to help support up and coming pros like yep. chase their pro dream yeah and that's that's not me yeah 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 i'm a mid-30s pj pro that doesn't play in tournaments yep. like if i and i didn't i don't think i would do if i struck absolute form during that week <laughs> yeah and ended up like being in with a chance of winning it, it wouldn't be right yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah, i mean yeah, i'm not yeah. i'm just not i'm if even if I absolutely played my brains out and completely lost my mind and won it, which again wouldn't happen. <laughs> if that happened, it'd be a bit disingenuous because I'd like I'd taking get, away. I'd be having the money, but I wouldn't be using that towards furthering my pro career. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, I'd yeah, be yeah. using that to take everybody out of Manchester and get blottoed. <laughs> so it, it would, yeah, it just wouldn't be right, okay. wouldn't be right. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I think the um, like the quality of the golfers that they've got. Is like oh, there's some like mega exactly yeah. Which means not saying that you're not. Uh, no, like, no, no, no. I I hundred yeah. percent agree. I would not have got past the qualifying. Yeah, um, I'm fully on board with that. Okay. Um, have you ever uh, considered doing more day in the life vlogs like the PXG one? People seem to have uh, really liked that. Yeah, like a proper vlog style back to, to how honest, it used to be. Yeah, it's more. Um, so that is, I used to do loads of those, like loads and loads. Yeah, of yeah, just yeah. Very you much do, yeah. kind of daily vlog style. Yeah. And I did enjoy it. The only problem is, like, with YouTube, it's moved on from that a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. you have certain creators who, you know, obviously Casey Nice, that's the, the classic example. He'll bring one of these style of vlogs out every now and again. You know, he's not doing quite as much as he used to. And you have some other creators who do make the daily vlog style, which for anybody not familiar with kind of YouTube, you know, four years ago, yeah. it's someone just holding a camera, walking around, filming their everyday experiences, mm. um, which I did at PXG. Um, but that was more <coughs> of a, 
That was more out of need than yeah, it was a design. Nece- yeah, it was necessity. But like I was the only one there. It's so. probably kind of a style that we've neglected a long time because we've got lots of hands now to hold cameras mm-hmm. to point mm-hmm. at you. Yeah, but actually, there is obviously still a demand for that that kind of thing. And I think also, I think a lot of people will get some sort of nostalgia from it because it's how you used to do it. Yeah. And, you know, if they've grown up, um, you know, through throughout your journey on YouTube, like watching that kind of style, particularly like the course vlogs, like I saw quite a few comments on the golf bidder match. Like obviously people very happy with the, with the videos and very happy with the way they came out, but almost some disappointment that it wasn't like a classic... Pete mm. versus Rick, handing just the camera, two, <laughs> handing that, yeah, <laughs> which, which again is 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 a staple of like where YouTube is now. Yeah. Like you almost feel that that low end quality just doesn't hold up anymore. It, you, you've also got to be, you've also got to be like consistent with it. So with our production, even though that was a daily vlog, the actual production of that daily vlog was really good. Yes, yeah, yeah like yeah. it was. I did edit that, obviously, <laughs> obviously. So. If you have mm. if you have a style where it is a daily vlog style and it works, then great. But like our content has moved on to a point now where if we did just like a pure daily vlog like we used to, it just stand out. Mm. Yeah, just it, yeah. It'd be weird. Well, you know what it's like when we if we release the course vlog like we used to, like what are the first comments gonna be? Where's the shot traces? Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> like where's the whole flyover? Yeah. <laughs> because course vlog in twenty twenty three, no traces. No traces. <laughs> yeah. Because it's you know, YouTube now has every single creator, when somebody does something different, everybody's like, Okay, well that's good. Need yeah. to include Need that. Need to do that, yeah. The yeah. game raises, 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 to the point where now like we just got just said on that comp- um previous question, we have a YouTube channel, a fantastic YouTube channel, but a YouTube channel nonetheless, that is hosting its own professional event. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Like through Cal- yeah, like with the help of Callaway, yeah. it's like it's massive. But you know, w- with a with a major company, yeah, you know, that that should be said that that's unusual in itself. Yeah, you know, YouTube Golf has moved on to a completely <coughs> it's crazy different place. Mm. It's mm. completely different now than it was five years ago. Yeah. So it would be unusual to then go back to a similar style of content in a consistent manner. I, I must admit, I. I prefer having somebody with the camera as well because it makes me feel a lot less self-conscious. Right. Self-conscious. Well, yeah. I like holding the camera and pointing at yourself. Yeah, if, 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 you, if you hold a camera, just if anybody hasn't tried it, let me just, just try it. Get a camera <laughs> or your phone, but film it, not like selfie mode, film it like you're trying to film an actual video. Go out to a crowded place and just talk about it how unbelievably mm. self-conscious you feel yeah. like i'm not a like in a, in a social situation a new situation i'm not somebody who's like like life and soul of the party i'm not gonna like go around and talk to that many people i just I, it's just not me yeah so to actually point a camera at myself and talk in a public place like to begin with it was horrific mm. i just mm. couldn't <laughs> i even now it's still a bit like oh it's just mm. yeah no oh, but it's good to see that like people Want those that sort of different content? Oh which yeah, is it's good. definitely something we need to yeah think about a lot. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So um, don't need you guys then. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Stop it. Is that, that was job. Like, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, right. So next one, uh, and this is probably the last one. Luke J. Sherlock, do you think golf have has a sustainability problem? Now you can take that many in many aspects, whether that be from a financial standpoint or from an environmental standpoint. What would be 
any of your views on that because you know mm. quite an interesting thing for me when we went to Portugal was um, the amount that Rodri uh, Rodrigo talked about. Um, you know, they're doing this like the the, the sustainability aspect from like they're going to get all of their electricity from solar. Uh, they're going to use uh, like uh, um, specific materials that make it sustainable, like all those sorts of things that um, need to sort of, you know, in this day and age, progress like that. And obviously, um, golf courses require a lot of maintenance. They require water. They require um, uh, fertilizers, all these sorts of things. Um, and then there was another one that I saw Sentosa, isn't it? Sentosa is like a is like a carbon neutral golf course, which is m like mental. Um, do you think that uh, like golf courses need to sort of follow suit, or like do you think that they could get better at that? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, absolutely, it has to be said. So it is changing a little bit. So something which has happened over the past few years, you've noticed how. Probably on social, Kieran, you've noticed this a lot more. How earlier in the year you get people, po greenkeepers posting um, images of like laying big black plastic covers over their greens, yeah, yeah, uh, to try and draw out the leather jacks, um, which kind of they themselves don't really cause that much damage to the green, but crows and other birds get onto the green, try and pick them out. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to a golf course and they've got like one of those kite um, kind of birds waving around at the back of the green, <laughs> that's because they've got a problem with birds coming on and trying to rip the leather jack uh, grubs out. So, but that's come about because <coughs> the first, the spray they used to use to kill them has been kind of banned. Right, okay. It's gone. Right. And there's a few other things kind of going on in the greenkeeping world, in the larger kind of agriculture world, I suppose, where certain sprays and certain things are found to kind of damage bee populations, yep. for example, and like they're being cut out. So golf has been forced in some respects to kind of follow a little bit more of a cleaner, environmentally safe mm. um, kind of pathway. And it's not always been the case. You know, just because you see a big green open space doesn't mean it's a healthy yeah. big green open yeah, space yeah. for nature. So that's changing. And I think just understanding and knowledge of kind of greenkeeping, what works, what doesn't, that's coming along a, a lot. Mm. Um, being carbon neutral can be difficult if it's not, if the course doesn't have like the space and the infrastructure. Yeah. Like I could think a lot of the courses that I played kind of back in Preston and back home, like small private members clubs, like they're not, it's they, difficult. They don't them, have the infrastructure to whack up like a solar field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, it's just not possible. Yeah, yeah no, 100%, yeah. Um, and it is, from that from that standpoint, I think it is getting better. Sometimes it's difficult. Um, but yeah, it's it's getting better. From a like a financial point of view and a general sustainability point of view, the golf's like 600 years old. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. It's going to keep going. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's going to keep ticking along. Well, because that's the thing as well, is that like, you know, we saw, um, what was the paradigm this year? It was like, all the paradigm or the stealth, it was like 700 quid or something like yeah, that. Yeah, six, six, so, you know, uh, it, from that aspect of the financial stability of it, like, that's got to come to a point where that's got to, you know, stop or, because I don't know if people are going to no. keep be able to. 
it, it won't. It won't stop. Yeah. And unfortunately, the reason why they put the price like that is because they know still people are going to pay it. Yeah, I suppose that's. I suppose that's true. They're, they're very much on a profit basis. <laughs> but that, make, but then, they can make the money. Yeah. They will make the money. But then that also creates a. Divi- I feel like that creates a bit of a, a divide um, in in golf, and that's something that w- the uh, golf at the moment is trying to do. Is they're trying to get as many people into golf and get whoever into golf that sort of thing. Everyone should be aware that it does create a divide, but it is a, a it's a mental divide. Mm. It's a perception divide. Yeah. Because we know from the work we do with golf bidder, we know from the stuff we do with secondhand clubs. Yeah. You can get good value clubs that are a decade old that perform very similar to what is out there at the moment for like five hundred quid. Yeah. I mean, J- Jacob's Jacob's right. Like a, a golf club Thank company. Your I don't know. Everyone make note. Two thousand twenty three. Mm. Oh Time and place, where else are Everybody is going to be a blue placket. <laughs> Everybody knows um, the, you know, your tailor-made, your Callaway, you know, whatever, throw in any kind of golf company you want. They're only going to charge what they think people are going to pay. It's a free market economy. If people do not buy their products, that price will come down. Come down, yeah, yeah. That's you know, true. It's, that's it's, true. As, it's as simple as yeah, that. That's very true. Or they'll make a more limited run on that product yeah. to try and drive up the band. Um, but golf has been, and for the foreseeable <coughs> future, probably will be still quite a rich sport. Yeah. You know, is it, it's expensive to get into if you uh, live in certain areas, for example. You know, the, the equipment, even secondhand, can be, you know, expensive for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. We've shown by the stuff that we've done on Charity Shop Challenge recently, <laughs> you can literally pick up stuff for free. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that it is still seen in many places as a rich person sport. Mm. So, but that is cha- that is changing as well, isn't it? I'd say that the perception of that is changing quite a bit. It is, and I think after, it's, certainly after COVID, after lockdowns, golf mm. is as popular as it's ever been mm. in the in the UK. And I'm obviously, we're not sure what it's like um, elsewhere. But the golf boom after COVID does seem to be. Continuing, yeah, still yeah. there, still there, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I've, I've, I, I've had mates from lockdown, and also, you know, uh, piggybacking on the conversations we had about uh, full swing and hope that that would promote people to play golf. I've had three or four, five, six mates message me to say about playing and wanting yeah. to start playing, getting into golf yeah. because of, because of it, and yeah. you know, asking for clubs and you know, what can what can I do and what can I get kind of thing. Um, so yeah, obviously there is still a. Um, there's still a desire for people to keep coming into the sport, mm. and like I said, I think I think you're right. It's like it's almost now that there is still maybe potentially more stuff that can be done in terms of pricing of things. But I think people are just being more consciously aware of other options to make it cheaper. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, just yeah. naturally when you first come in uh, with to any sport, it's always like, well, you've got to buy brand new brand bag new stuff, and a brand yeah, new yeah. putter and a brand new driver and. I've got to go find my local golf course and, oh, that's cost this X amount and stuff. And then, you know, with package deals and golf now and, you know, last minute deals and all that kind of stuff, like there is ways around it. Now, you know, again, whether there needs to be more done about it is probably a whole mm. conversation we can mm. have for another podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I, it's definitely something that's getting better. I think there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of sports that have this internal conversation a lot. Like cricket, I know, has this conversation a lot. You know, how do you get more young people into it? Yeah. You know, how do you make it more inclusive? Um, obviously, like, football doesn't really have a problem. Um, yeah, football is, yeah. Because it's easy to get into. You need yeah, a 100%. ball 
and some boots, some open space. Not even boots, like well, tra- yeah, I suppose trainers. Like, yeah, yeah. So that isn't too much of a, an issue. But every sport will have this conversation. Um, but I think golf generally is in a decent place, mm. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take talking about not um, kind of, you know, talk bigging ourselves up too much. I'm gonna take a massive um, Finch Golf Media trumpet here <coughs> and, and blow it. <laughs> um, you know, because of like YouTube golf and social media and all the rest of it, a lot of a lot of information that would have cost money from a coaching standpoint, from a club review standpoint, from course reviews to general information about golf, uh, there's no cost there. Yeah. You yeah. can literally get any information that you want about golf for free. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, I I would always recommend that you go see a PJ Pro for lessons if you can. But if you can't afford that and you don't want to, like honestly, YouTube is the the biggest resource of golf coaching information on the planet. Mm. Yeah. There's so mm. much on there. Like yeah. you can learn anything pretty much that you want to, good or bad. Yeah. You know, there's the information is is free at source right now. Um yeah. And you can find the deals on anything that you want. So the biggest barrier really for sustainability participation is just how to get golfers onto a course. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, agree with that. Um, but agree with that. Golf to Scotland. <laughs> golf to Scotland. Chips. Golf to Scotland. There's loads. <laughs> yeah. Under 30 quid. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. No, Sorry, good, I yeah, kind yeah. of went off on one there, didn't No, 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 that's good. No, it was a, it was a, a question yeah. that sort of I wanted to, wanted to ask because it is an important question for, well, you know, for people. You yeah. could go on and on for that. You could, you could, yeah, yeah. No, you could. It's a good question. Very yeah, good question. no, very good question. Who was that from again? Did I, uh, I, I did say the name. Luke something. Luke Kwan? Luke Kwan. <laughs> good player. <laughs> good. Uh, Luke Sherlock. Luke J. Sherlock. So, well done if you are... Sure. 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 Asking those probes. Listen and watching. Yeah. <laughs> no, very, very good. Awesome. Yeah, and that's that's all I've got for you. Cool. Awesome. No, I, I like those Q and I think we should do a few more of those as mm. well. I mean, we could make it a regular segment, I suppose. Yeah. But we obviously get a lot. I mean, you've selected what, like five or six. From yeah. There was. Oh God. There was like. There. Like. So. There was. Make up. There was two hundred thousand. Yeah. There was thousands. Six thousand. Thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand questions across all. Well, like a screenshot of them before they went. Um, you know, because after Instagram, it goes after 24 hours. So I was like scrolling and, and screenshotting. And I kept going. I was on my like 15th screenshot. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Hey. Hey. Je- Jesus. Come on. But yeah, no, very, that's, very good. That's, so that's thank all you. we're worth, 15 screenshots. Yeah, but that's, so that, that was like yeah. two, four. So that was 10. So that's 150 just off the bat, which is wild. Wild. Crazy times. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think we've reached a natural conclusion to the end of the podcast. As you listen to this, like I said, we'll be flying to Turkey. Stay tuned for all the content which is going to be coming this week, starting from Portugal. <laughs> this is going to get so confusing. Is, oh my. We are going to be getting so many messages like, you were just in Turkey. Yeah. What are you in Portugal for? And why are you now in Scotland? Uh, you're in Donald, but I was just seeing a video from Night Golf in Turkey. <laughs> oh my, it's going to, this, yeah, it's going to get intense. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, uh, hands are up that means we're finished you're done as we're finished okay. uh, guys if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel make sure you follow us on all your favourite podcast providers as well join the Discord yep. if you haven't already that is where we tend to have our community together and we mm. can talk to them directly a huge thank you to Kieran and to Jacob for joining us Mick congratulations once more mm-hmm. and let me just end by saying I hope everybody listening and watching 
has a wonderful week. Play well, stroll the fairways, smell the roses. <laughs> and <laughs> other plants. Are available. Yeah. We're not just like... A bit of pine, a bit of... The pine, Azaleas. The pine that can pour smell great. Yeah. That was good. Anyway, Azaleas, yeah. That'd be cool. See ya. See you later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.